0: Who knew, Who knew that, that song had, had six, six verses? <laughs> <laughs> Man. I think, I think some, some of our songs, songs have gotten, gotten longer over the years. If you noticed that, maybe, maybe from the old book, book, I don't know. It's like, like some, some of the some <laughs> of our some of <laughs> our songs <laughs> have grown a verse or two, <laughs> uh, which, which is it's okay. okay. They're, They're good, good verses. verses. I want, I want to, to turn with me to Matthew, Matthew chapter five. Matthew chapter five is our reading, our congregational well, our. Uh, No No Guilt guilt Reading, reading. are we still calling it that? It's our reading for today, uh, marked on the the calendar. If you haven't been keeping up with that, I'd really advise you to do that. It's a good way to read through the Bible, along with all the other brethren. Thanks to Nathan, there's perks to being a boyfriend or uh, of... of of the the daughter of the guy guy who makes the, uh, (laughs) uh, the duty (laughs) list, gets gets (laughs) to lead singing before before that six-week period comes out on the the new duty list, (laughs) and, uh, uh, I don't know if you know them, David, and I know David better than I do his wife, Kaylee, is it it Kaylee, am I right, David, where are you at? Uh, you guys Uh, guys are moving moving to where again? Uh, Fort Stockton area, and David's the unstirmed. Preaching over there. He's been a uh, pretty uh, long time visitor, several months anyway. And uh, we're going to, he would be a member here if it weren't for the fact that he was having to go preach and you know, all these things always getting our way. <laughs> we're really glad for you, though, brother, and your family, and pray all the best for you guys. Uh, and we're here for you if you need us. Jesus in Matthew chapter 5 offers a fulfillment to some great attributes like no other place that we read of in the Bible. We can find each one of these things individually at different points of his continued ministry, but not in one lump sum the way that we have here at the beginning of Matthew chapter 5. He's saying that those who enter into these attributes will find great blessings for themselves. And uh, though Matthew 5 and the Sermon on the Mount in general talk much more than just about these things at the beginning, I thought we'd just focus on these things for a devotional invitation this evening together. I want you to notice how great the blessings are, but also understand that there is an avenue to each of these blessings that he describes before each of the blessings. And I'd, I'd like, like for us to read this text and just, just notice this and then draw some conclusions from it. A couple of conclu- conclusions before we end our, our gathering tonight. He, he opens his mouth in verse one and he teaches them saying, Blessed are the poor, for theirs is the, uh, the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall be uh, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall be called. Son- uh, I'm sorry. For they shall see God. Uh, verse nine. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you. Now take notice of all the you's coming uh, in the text. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. What a neat way to end all of these great things that he's talking about in this text It's certainly not on accident. Anything Jesus had to say is not on accident. But what we notice in in this text is helpful to us. First of all, the eight characteristics that are listed in those verses are followed with eight ways in which we receive blessings from God. And these are fundamental attitudes which, uh, when we pursue them, uh, we experience the greatest satisfaction that we could ever experience in life, these are the values to life. When we apply these things, great blessings are the the absolute, one hundred percent of the time, they are the result of following after each of these attributes. These are what make life worth living. People spend all their life trying to find meaning. And here, in just these few verses, Jesus gives absolute meaning to life. But then after he gives the absolute pursuits that we are to go after in life, he then mentions all the blessings that come. The one who is poor in spirit. There's the kingdom. We know what the kingdom of God is? That's fantastic. What greater blessing could there be than being a recipient of the kingdom? A child of the king is what that refers to. Uh, more Those who mourn in this world will be comforted in verse 4. That's a, that's a note of encouragement. Continue on. Comfort is coming. The meek will inherit the earth. We don't think of meek meek people getting anything. All they get is stepped on. Here he says, no, no. You'll inherit everything that's worth having. And those who hunger and thirst will not go hungry and thirsty. They will be filled. Satisfaction like nothing else can give. The merciful, they'll be shown mercy. That's something I want. What about you? especially with all the mess-ups and blunders and failures that I can think of in life, that Nate Fritz has committed in life, it's going to be great recognizing that because of these traits that I have pursued, there awaits mercy for the one who has been merciful. Pure in heart, they will see God. Well, now that seems to touch the pinnacle of it all, doesn't it? To actually see God. I know we see His attributes all around us every day. That's not what this is talking about, is it? We'll see the very face of God. That same one that Moses was not allowed to see because of the great glory. And if he had seen it, surely he would have died. So God showed him his backside, so to speak. We'll get to see God. Uh, He goes on talking about being called sons of God. And that comes from looking more and more like Him every day as we grow in His family. But then he goes on to talk about those who will be persecuted, which tells us that there is a price to pay. Uh, this, uh, This whole list here uh, these, these things, if we pursue them, the traits, if we pursue these traits, uh, the end result of doing that will be what we read of down in, uh, what, verses 11, 11 and 12. Uh, make no mistake about it, because you see, these traits are different from what we see in the world that is the normal. We will be looked at as abnormal. We will be looked at as peculiar. And because of all of that, he talks about self preservation. You, 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 you. And great is your reward. Even tonight, when we look at these things, we, we recognize it's a lifetime of pursuit, isn't it? It's not like we wake up in the morning, we work on peace. So we wake up in the morning, and all of a sudden, we've just got peace. We work on we work on uh, being one who is persecuted for righteousness' sake, and we wake up in the morning. And we got strength like nobody's business, right? These are pursuits; these are traits we we go after and we work on them for a lifetime. Now, I'm not saying that we'll ever get to a point where we're perfect in these things, but what I am saying is that what Jesus is teaching is we will grow in these things, and as we grow, there's going to be repercussions. Some of that repercussion is going to be persecuted because we're abnormal from the rest of the people around us in the world. But I don't want you to forget about the greater repercussion that he mentions all the way at the tail end that kind of caps off these eight things that he's mentioned. Your reward is great in heaven. So tonight we ask the question what is it you're pursuing? Is it the things that the world says are great and wonderful? or Is it these things that God says are the greatest traits of a person that a person can have in life? And every one of them lead to greater blessings than we can get through anything else that we could pursue. I just say to you this evening, look, if, if, if you're not one who is uh, where God wants you to be pursuing the things God, the things God wants you to pursue... Well, don't leave here tonight in that condition. There's absolutely no reason for that. I want to say to you, the greatest payment that has ever been made has been paid so that we can have these kind of traits and be recognized by the God that we serve. Jesus has paid the price. Jesus offers his invitation. And if you're subject to his invitation, I want you to come forward. Well, together we stand and as we sing.